Terrific. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, everybody, for showing up this evening for one another, and especially thank you for taking care of yourself. Uh, we say it often, it is no small task to take some time to just take care of yourself. So take a moment and just be pat yourself on the back for that. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our meditation. So take a few moments and get into whatever position suits you best. Maybe that's sitting upright with a nice straight back. Maybe it's lying down, relaxing in a hammock, maybe in a rock chair on the porch. I'm going to do uh, a little bit of breathing exercise. If you have a breathing exercise of your own, please do that. I'm going to take in three very slow, deep inhalations. Slow count of eight and a slow exhale of eight. And then I'm going to go ahead and get started. As you continue to breathe, as you inhale, take in the oxygen, let it flood your body with energy, nourishment, and as you exhale, just let go of the day, release the tension throughout your entire body, and just let it fall away. As you breathe in, Take in peace and joy. And as you exhale, surrender the day and just breathe. This month, Julia has brought forward masculine energy or father. And oftentimes as I study Buddhism, I do other readings and Oftentimes, I come across stories in the Native American tradition that very much parallel the Buddhist teachings. This evening, I'm going to share with you a story of Native American origin and let you just breathe and take in the story as it comes. Just take a moment and imagine yourself out on the great Dakota Plains. Beautiful blue sky and rolling hills of long grass out in front of you. And imagine a big beautiful horse, beautiful shiny coat, long mane, big beautiful tail. Take a moment and just pat the horse on the neck 
Let her know that you're there. And just breathe. Just take a moment and ask the horse if it's okay to climb aboard. And given permission, imagine yourself climbing up on the bare back of a horse. And just breathe. Just take a moment and feel the energy of the horse beneath you. The heat that radiates from the horse. The breath of the horse. The strength and the support that the horse allows. Just gently lay back. Look up at the sky. And just breathe. As you lay upon this mighty steed, just relax, be secure in the horse and in yourself. And just breathe. This is the story of the dream fast. Long ago, as it still is today, it was the custom for a Native American boy who reached a certain age to go to the forest and wait for a dream. He would build a small lodge and go without food for many days in the hope that he would be visited by some animal or spirit of the forest that would take pity on him and give guidance and power. There was a boy named Opichi who reached that age. Opichi's father was very respected in the village and he was determined that his son would be given a dream of such power that no one else could compare with him So eager was the father for his son to get power that he insisted the boy go on his dream fast before the last snow left the ground. Even though most boys would wait until the time when the ground was warm and the leaves had returned to the trees. My son is strong, said the father. He will go now. He will gain greater strength from the cold. Hopichi was a boy who always wished to please his parents. And so he did, as his father said. They went together into the forest, and the father selected a spot on top of a small hill. There Opichi made a small lean-to of saplings, covering it with hemlock boughs. He sat beneath it on the bare ground with a thin piece of deerskin wrapped about his shoulders. 
and just breathe. I will return each day at dawn, the father said. You will tell me then what you have seen. The night, the north wind, the icy breath of the great bear blew cold. Opichi's mother was concerned, but the father did not worry. My son is strong, he said. This cold wind will make his vision a better one. When the morning came, he went to the lean-to and shook the poles. My son, he said, tell me what you have seen. Opichi crawled out and looked up at his father. And the boy said, a deer came to the lodge and spoke to me. That is good, said the father. But you must continue to fast. Surely a greater vision will come to you. I will continue to watch and wait, Opichi said. Opichi's father left his son and went back to his lodge. That night a light snow fell. I'm worried about our son, said Opichi's mother. Do not worry, said the father. The snow will only make whatever dreams comes to him more powerful. When the morning came, the father went into the forest again. Climbed the hill and shook the poles, calling out his son. Father, Opichi said as he emerged, shaking from the cold. Last night a beaver came to me. It taught me a song. That is good, said the father. You're doing well. You will gain even more power if you stay longer. I will watch and wait, said the boy. And just breathe. And so it went for four more days. Each morning his father asked Opichi what he had seen. And each time the boy told of his experiences from the night before. Now hawk and wolf, bear and eagle had visited the boy. Each day Opichi looked thinner and weaker, but he agreed to stay and wait for the ever greater vision to please his father. On the last morning of the seventh day, Opichi's mother spoke to her husband. She said, our son has waited long enough in the forest. I will go with you this morning and we will bring him home. Opichi's mother and father went together into the forest. The gentle breath of the fawn, the warm south wind of spring had blown during the night and all the snow had melted away. As they climbed the hill, they heard a bird song coming from above them. It was a song they had never heard before. It sounded almost like the name of their son. Opichi. Opichi. When they reached the lodge, Opichi's father shook the poles. My son, he said. It is time to end your fast. It is time to come home. There was no answer. 
Peachy's mother and father bent down to look into the small lean-to of hemlock boughs and saplings. And as they did, a bird came flying out. It was gray and black with a red chest. Opichichi, opichichi. So it sang as it perched on a branch above them. And then the bird spoke. My parents, said the bird, you see me as I am now. The one who was your son is gone. You sent him out too early and asked him to wait for power too long. Now I will return each spring when the gentle breath of the fawn comes to our land. My song will let people know it is time for the boy to go to his dream fast. But your words must help to remind his parents not to make their son stay out too long. The singing that song, which was the name of their son, and the robin flew off into the forest. And just breathe. Continue to just breathe and relax on the back of the horse. Let your breath be the breath of the horse. Feel the horse's heartbeat beneath. His strength. His peace her joy, and just breathe. Let your breath and the breath of the horse be one. And just breathe. And slowly take a deep breath, sit up upon the horse, gently slide off, let your feet touch the ground. Once again, pat the horse on the neck, give thanks for sharing its space with you. And just breathe.
And let's gently bring ourselves back to the room. Thanks, Julia, and thanks to everybody. Such beautiful shares as always this evening. So we'll go ahead and get into position and we'll do a dedication of merit. This evening we brought forward the story of a father who, in his own mind, felt like he was doing the right thing. As we go through life, we always do what we feel is best at that time. There is no perfect, there just is. As far as the horse goes, there is no meaning. So, no worries. As we go forward, may we see that each and every person that we come across has a father. Some of us are fathers and mothers. May we recognize that in everyone. May you have a wonderful week, a blessed evening. Namaste.